What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the College Underdogs Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Smith. We are presented by the Believe Network, and the coaching carousel is in full effect. Today, we're going to talk about the U of H, the opening they have, and it appears they've zeroed in on two American Athletic Conference coaches. There's a report I'm going to uh, show you actually if you're watching on YouTube plus a soundbite I want to play and then let's let's have some discussion here um, centered around Willie Fritz and then also coach Jeff Trailer. coach Fritz and coach Trailer. I mean I think you have to know when that Houston job came open that those would be two guys that would be getting a phone call uh, the question is is one will either of them Take it if offered, and two, will either one of them actually be offered? I have some reports. I have some sound bites. We're going to get into all that right here on today's show of the College Underdogs podcast. But before we do, if you are watching on YouTube, please hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, share this with a friend, comment at the end, join the discussion. Thank you all so much. We reached our goal of 4,000 subscribers by Thanksgiving Day, 4K by Thanksgiving Day. That was the goal. And now our, our sights are set on 5k i don't know 5k by new year's day can we pull a thousand subs in one month i did that a couple years ago could we do it again but um anyways those of you that track along on youtube thank you so much for your um just support for viewing for watching for joining the conversations all that stuff uh it really helps grow this channel and grow this platform that is committed to the underdogs in the college athletics landscape. Uh, and by underdogs, man, I'm not knocking universities and teams, but conferences, right? You know, why, why do I consider them underdog conferences? Well, because the level of resources and exposure they get compared to, you know, what is now the power four is what makes them an underdog. Um, so let's get into this, man. So uh, Randy McElvoy, pardon if I mispronounce that but I'm going to put his tweet up here on the screen and if you're listening I'll read it to you he said being told this morning by sources familiar with the coaching search that internally at UH there is significant momentum building now towards Tulane head coach Willie Fritz he won big at Sam Houston Georgia Southern and now with the green wave 12 and 2 last year 11 and 1 this year and plays in the AAC title game Saturday. Now, let me pull that down. Just so you're aware, the guy who's reporting this, he is a four-time Emmy Award-winning sports anchor in the Houston area. Okay, this isn't just some Joe Schmo throwing something on Twitter. Well, look, he might just be throwing something on Twitter. I don't believe that to be the case. He, As I've researched him and looked at his Twitter account, he seems to be very credible. I don't think that he would just throw that out there for the heck of it. Um, at least as far as what information he's getting that he believes to be true. But just so you understand, that's that's the source of this particular tweet, a four-time Emmy Award uh, sports anchor in the Houston area. Now, what I want to play for you next is this soundbite of Willie Fritz yesterday when he was asked a question about all this. And it was kind of an odd, <laughs> an odd phrased question but let's if if you're watching, you're gonna watch. If you're listening, let's let's just listen to the soundbite. With the focus on your team in the championship game, do you prefer if you are 
being pursued not to do anything in the week? Have you told teams, specifically Houston, if there's interest, would do you not plan to do anything in terms of talk until after the game? Yes. <laughs> so, yes. Do you not plan to do anything in terms of talk until after the game? Like the way it's like the setup for the question and the way the question landed, it was very like, wait, 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 talk like to the media, talk to Houston, talk to who? Obviously, I think if you're listening to the full context, he's, he's asking talk to Houston, but he did kind of leave it open. But here's what I appreciate about Coach Fritz there. He just went, yes. He didn't, you know, we're in a time now where coaches are constantly – deflecting, avoiding, sometimes point blank lying. Fritz just said, yeah, I'm going to wait till after the game to talk about this. <laughs> That's kind of how I took it. Like, yes. And the guy even brought up Houston specifically. Um, so I do appreciate how he responded to that. And here's just my thoughts on this, right? I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you kind of my reasons why I think this could be valid or is valid, or could legitimately happen. And then I'm going to give you some reasons why it could be a smokescreen. Because keep in mind, particularly with Coach Willie Fritz, this is not the same time, this is not the same, um, this is not the first time we've had this type of ordeal. But why does it make sense? Well, first off, Coach Fritz is 63 years old, all right? This could be his last opportunity at a Power 5 gig, and particularly one that's in a region and location that he's very, very familiar with. Okay, some of you don't realize this, but way back in the day, like the mid-80s, he, he spent time, I think it may have been a season or two, as a high school coach in the state of Texas. He was at Sam Houston State as an assistant before he ended up becoming a head coach there. Took Sam Houston State to back-to-back -back FCS national title games. So he's very familiar with that Central South Texas area. And I would think that if there was a job at the Power 5 level that would provoke his interest... Houston would certainly be one of them given its location and his ties to that area and his previous experience uh, of winning in that area, okay? Uh, Houston also has the resources, all right? They've got the resources around that program to invest and commit, especially now with what they've got coming from, what, what they will have coming from the Big 12, plus what they have surrounding as far as stakeholders surrounding the program, it makes sense that if he wants to have one final sort of hoorah of going in and really building a program up, because if you look at his career, most of the time he, he's gone places where he has been a program builder. I think the shortest he stayed somewhere was Georgia Southern, and it was like two or three years as their head coach, and he, he had pretty quick success there. But Sam Houston State, I believe before that it was Central Missouri, even here at Tulane. Okay, he's the reason, he, he's the one that's turned Tulane into what Tulane is now. Because prior to Fritz, Tulane was a, a, you know, a bottom feeder of not just the American Conference, but even prior to that of the Conference USA. And now this sort of national perception people have of Tulane, that's large in part due to Willie Fritz and Willie Fritz sticking around for the long haul. So if he's got one more sort of go build, take a program and build it up, 
I mean, I think this is a perfect opportunity for him to do that. And I think if you're a Houston fan, there's a lot to like about this because this is probably the perfect hire to transition your program into the Power 5 level. And then whether, you know, I don't know, is he coach for another decade? If he does, that's only good for Houston, but gets the program into a place where it will be very attractive to hire a potential big fish, whatever point in time that is down the line. Like, for example, if he does leave Tulane, Tulane is a very attractive job now. They will be able to go land a very good coach because that is a very attractive and well-built job. I mean, from the facilities, everything. Compare Tulane's The job opening at Tulane, if Fritz were to leave, to what it was when Fritz got hired. It is night and day. And I believe he would have that same type of impact at Houston. Transition him into the Power 5 level, and then when he steps out, leaves, you know, retires, whatever, it would be an excellent position to go get a a, a really good coach. So if I'm a Houston fan, there's a lot to like about that. All right? Um, Talked about Sam Houston. And then here's the other thing on the Tulane side. And I know if you're a Tulane fan watching this, you already know this, but you might be a Houston fan, may not know, whatever. But, you know, they had a change in leadership at the AD, uh, uh, the AD position. Their AD left. I don't remember where he went. Uh, but Coach Fritz was advocating for the deputy AD to be promoted. He was advocating for Tulane to promote internally. Usually if you're a head coach at a program and the athletic director leaves or gets fired, you want to keep some sense of continuity where it's someone who's in-house stays in that role. Well, Tulane went and got Northern Iowa's AD, brought in someone from the outside. And so at this point, Coach Fritz could be like, all right, I'm out then. I don't know that I want to... I don't know that I want to do all this over again with a new AD or get acclimated to a new AD. So especially when y'all chose not to go with the person I was advocating for, you know, he may feel slighted by that. He hasn't said that. That hasn't come out to my knowledge. I'm just saying, when you look at how the thing played out, that could be what's factoring in. Um, And then I think the last thing too, on the Houston side of things, uh, another thing to possibly you could be excited about if Fritz is the guy is there could be some guys that are going to follow him to Houston that could make an immediate impact. Uh, I'm not going to speculate on who uh, that could be, but just know there could be some guys that follow him. Now, the other side of this coin, could this all be a smokescreen? As I said at the top of the show, this is not the first time that we've seen, you know, we, we've seen this rodeo with Coach Fritz. It wasn't but a year ago, almost a year ago today, that reports started coming out that he was going to be the next head coach at Georgia Tech. And I remember that because on a different show, that a different podcast that um, I used to do that was on this channel called Blue Bloods, we talked about that. And we were started, we, we had a conversation about who could Tulane go get. And one of the guys we, we had talked about was uh, Mickey Joseph, who was the interim coach at Nebraska at the time. And we were just saying he would be a good get because of his ties to the area, the recruiting ties, his relationships in that New Orleans, Louisiana footprint. And then a week later, Mickey Joseph gets into the stuff he got involved with. Um, and it was like, oh, well, great. But I think it was within 24 to 48 hours of the report coming out that, oh man, all the momentum, Fritz expected to be the next head coach at Georgia Tech, they're negotiating a contract, and it comes out not even a day or two later that he's staying at Tulane. 
So we could have a similar situation here. We get all this smoke around Houston, around Houston, and then boom, just to find out he's staying at Tulane. Um, he could also just be doing this to show the, a- the new AD, hey, I've got options. All right? Don't take me for granted. Make me a priority. Show me how much you value me coming from the outside. Um, and then, of course, as Trailer said last week, Jeff Trailer at UTSA when, when referencing the A&M job, talking about sometimes this, th- these conversations help light a fire. He didn't say light a fire, but help, help, get, help move the, get the, meat, the needle moving faster as it pertains to resources, facilities, other needs to help the program be as competitive as possible. So if there are things that are pending, that are lingering right now, as it pertains to Tulane football, this could be Willie Fritz using this job opportunity or this job opening as leverage to get the ball rolling faster on some of those things. Uh, And then, of course, another reason why, speaking of Jeff Trailer, is the Houston Chronicle also put out a report saying that Coach Trailer is set to interview with Houston. And within that article, it it stated that whoever the source is, said that it is, this is believed to be at least the second interview that Jeff Trailer is having with Houston. So here we go. I mean, this is, this is part of life in the AAC. When you're at the top of the AAC, you're going to have, you're, you're going to see every single year conversations about your coach and your players, your coach being, your coaches being recruited by bigger schools and they're in jobs, bigger conferences, uh, 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 job openings, and uh, 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 reports about your kids hopping in the portal. As I mentioned yesterday, the positive to all this is, especially for a place like Tulane and even UTSA, if you do lose your coach, both those programs have been positioned to attract a really good replacement coach. And then same for if you lose players. If you lose your players to the portal, both of those programs in particular are going to be attractive destinations for guys coming in from bigger places. And so it's, it's kind of a giveth and taketh away type thing. It sucks. I don't like it, but it is what it is. And then, of course, and th- th- there's always that piece to consider with Coach Fritz and Coach Trailer that could, could they be leveraging this as a way to get the ball rolling faster on, 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 on things with their own program as it pertains to the stakeholders outside. So then the next question you might have is, okay, well, how, does this, how is this going to impact Saturday's conference championship game? I don't think it impacts it at all. Quite frankly, this is not the first time we've seen this in the AAC. I think, I think most players and even coaches, assistant coaches, whoever, like you kind of know what you're signing up for when you're playing at a school in the AAC that's having the type of success that Tulane is having and experiencing. Quite frankly, if SMU wasn't headed to the ACC, we would probably be hearing a lot of the same stuff around Coach Lashley. But I don't think it has any impact because, I mean, going back to 2017, right? We had the big Memphis-UCF matchup. That probably was one of the best conference championship games in recent history. But you had, you had Scott Frost, who was linked to Nebraska all week. And then on the day of the game, the news started breaking that he had accepted the job. And then Coach Norvell 
I mean, he was linked to a big time job every year. Really, he was at Memphis pretty much after his first year. And I think that particular season, I know he was linked to Arkansas. I don't remember if he was linked to Ole Miss or not. I don't know if that job came open that cycle, but I know he was linked to Arkansas. And then he ended up signing his extension uh, just ahead of the championship game. And then everyone kind of was like, not everyone, but it was like, oh, okay, so do they have the advantage now? Because the other team's coach might be leaving. Well, UCF ended up winning the game. Post-game interview right there. They straight up asked him about Nebraska. He's like, I'm going to go celebrate with my team. He still stayed around, coached his team in the New Year's Six Bowl. Um, And then even the year Norvell ended up leaving to go to Florida State, they won the conference championship. Uh, Cincy, the year they made the CFP, Fickle was linked to the Notre Dame job all the way up until they finally hired Freeman because they were trying to get a coach in fast for CFP reasons. So this is nothing new in the AAC, and I don't think this has any impact on the players, their focus, their mindset, Coach Fritz's focus and mindset. I think we're going to have a hard-fought game, but it wouldn't be an AAC championship without some drama, right? I mean, one team, the coaches speculating, uh, uh, reportedly getting ready to leave. The other team doesn't have their quarterback. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I do think the fact that SMU does not have Preston Stone significantly gives Tulane the upper hand. I think this is going to be a battle of the front sevens, man. The front sevens and the front fives just in the trenches because both of these teams play really well in the trenches. So whoever shows up to play up front, that's who's going to win this game Saturday. But That's all I have for today. What are your thoughts? Maybe you're a Houston guy or gal tuning in. Do you have a preference on who you'd like to see as your head coach, whether it be Trailer, whether it be uh, Fritz or someone else? If you're a Tulane fan, what are your thoughts around this? Obviously, you hate to see Coach Fritz leave, but you got to feel good about the level, the quality of a candidate you could bring in to replace him. And then same for UTSA and Coach Trailer. What are your thoughts on all this? How do you think this plays out? And here we are, man. We, we are officially entering Coach Carousel transfer portal season. Um, and uh, it's off and rolling. So that's it for me today. I will see you all tomorrow. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the College Underdogs podcast. Trey Smith signing off.